Boys, girls, it's still to choose. You chasing a bit of country and western wear with a bit more style, a bit more flair, a bit more sass. Countryduds.com.au have got you covered. From flannies to t-shirts to trucker caps, they've got it all. Go and check them out. They've even teamed up with me to bring you the ultimate Sunday outfits. Every month, new Sunday outfit comes out. Get around it. Wrap your body in it today. Countryduds.com.au Boys, men, fellas, blokes, are you chasing some accessories, some fashion accessories? That's right, lads. Go and check out aemanstore.com. These guys have got you covered. From wedding bands, to general male rings, to flick lighters, to necklaces. Honestly, these guys are going to bring you more class than a teacher. Fellas, spruce yourself up. Make the missus go, whoa, baby, come at me. aemanstore.com. Ball bags and front bumps. You want a new boat, but you can't afford it. Why not make the old boat look brand spanking new? Jump on boatratmafia.com.au. These guys got you covered. They have got ready-to-go wraps. Punch in your measurements of your boat. Pick a design. Bing, bada, boom, they'll send it out to you. Want something custom? Send them an email. Boatratmafia.com.au. All right, boys, girls, to choose. Blind man Dan's poor sight. Poor bastards running into objects in the broad daylight. Fuck. Blind man Dan's now live. This is a hazard. So nuts, sacks and front cracks, listen up, enjoy the ride. Right, oh boys, girls, still to choose. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Man Dan podcast. Now, this episode today is brought to you by Sticker Mafia. Now, when I'm out on the road doing the uh, the shows and the giveaways, everyone loves the old hashtag uh, Blind Man Dan stickers I've got. And they've always asking me, where can I get my own sticker made like this? So, guys, jump on stickermafia.com.au and you can get your own custom made stickers. I'll just uh, make it happen on the site and they send them out to you. So stickermafia.com.au, and if you use uh, Blind Man Dan at the checkout, you will get 10% off. Righto, Mumsy. I've got Mumsy in, well, we're coming to you live from uh, Rhonda's bedroom. Okay, Mum. Mum, how are you? Good, mate. How are you going? Oh, I'm just living my best life, laying here in bed, bloody chin wagon. It's uh, been rainy days. It's definitely net, uh, Netflix weather, isn't it? Definitely. It's. Um, I just finished... So we're big Yellowstone fans. I think if you haven't seen Yellowstone, give yourself a good swift uppercut and think about your actions because it's honestly the best show in the world. But they are fuck-assing about something chronic uh, getting this last season out. And the wait is just killing it, isn't it? It is. It's just like, how much longer do we have to wait? It's supposed to be November. Yeah. It's now January. And now they're saying November this year. What? Yeah. You mean i got to pay... Stan, another year. Yeah, just to get through. Just to watch that. You might have to shut it down and just bring it back up when you need it. Mm, might have apparently, to. apparently Kevin Costner's fuck ass about it. He wants to get out of the show. And because uh, Kevin Costner wants to get out, it's just caused a big rift between everyone. Oh, well. So, I fucked it up. But anyway, they've got sequels. They've got sequels. They've got um, 1883 and they've got 1923. So, we've watched all 1883 now we're on to 1923. And um, fucking, we were talking about how hard-ass... The men were back then. Like, they were men. Yep. They were. Like, no wonder they died at an early age, eh? Yeah. What they put themselves through. Yeah. It's just, like, crazy. Yeah. We're saying that um, you're not going to find... You won't find men like that in the generations to come. Oh, God, no. We're fucked. The other day we had a good old, you know, good old bitch about the world and we're, we all think that we're fucked. Like, who's going to do the plumbing? Who's going to do the concrete? And who's going to do all the hard shit that people these days just don't seem want to do? So we're in a lot of poo if our toilet blocks up because nobody is going to come fix it. No. A lot of poo. So, a say, lot of poo. You're so innocent, Rhonda. You can mm. say shit on the show. <laughs> right. um, yeah, it's freaking, it is scary. It's scary to think that, you know, our kids' kids are like, who's going to do the hard stuff? The butchers, the fucking people are going to, you know, they might not even be butchers. They might have cancelled meat by then. No, we'll be on tablets by then. We'll be on, living on tablets. Yeah. Going to have to. It's, yeah. um, it's a scary world. Um, we're especially finding now, and it's, it's for the younger listeners, you really got to fucking listen to this. We find now, like, um, customer service is gone. 
it's out the window. No one gives a fuck. People are just going to work now just to get a paycheck, just to kill hours of the day. Yeah, that's right. They don't go into work to do the most they can in that time. They go in to do the least amount they can in that time. Exactly. And it's, um, like I've got you know, a lot of friends in business and they, uh, they can just not get staff. And if they get staff, they turn up and they don't want to be there. You know, like we've got people going home, oh, I've got a headache, and then we go home. We've got people calling them sick because they've got a headache or they may have been feeling sick in a week to come. Like they're just they're just calling in sick. Hmm. They drop the hat for any reason at all. Yeah, they just don't want to be there. Whereas hmm. back in the day, we had to go. You just go. You man up and you go. That's right, yeah. Right. Well, I remember when you kids went to work to school, I used to send you regardless. You'd have to be half dead for me to keep you at home. Oh, I remember. But now, like, especially since COVID, like, I work with kids and if one of them's got a snotty nose, it's like, what the heck are you doing here, kid? <laughs> Go home. Uh, no, it was, very, um, it was a very tough upbringing. I remember, you know, shit myself nonstop and you still sent me. I was just diarrhea all day in front of my classmates and, yeah, anyway, so I need to get deep. I don't remember that, but, you know. I suppose dementia does set in after a while. So what are you now? You just you just turned seventy four. Sixty four, thank you. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. Mm, hard life. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> You're such an ass. Well, one thing I noticed is like when you do go shopping with Bunnings, fucking Woolworths, you know that, and like I'll go up, I've got a cane in my hand, and I'll say, "Hey, mate, you know where the screws are?" Oh, yeah. Down aisle 15, three bays down on the left. Look, fuck you. Take me there. Yep. Take me there. But that exactly. is gone. They do not do that now. Yeah, you know, self checkout, self everything. You got you to defend for actually, yourself. Actually, I don't, I'm not too bad. So maybe all you got to do now is get to 64 and then people might help you. Well, they're helping you. Yeah, yeah. I got a fucking cane in my hand. I even got young blokes helping me with potting mix, getting them in the back of the car. Yeah, that's because you're fucking, you're a guilf apparently. No. Yeah, you still got it. See, it's just you yeah, flirt. You're flirting with the fucking. <laughs> that's, bloody, that's all right. Those potting bags yeah, are heavy, you're eh? You're flirting with the bunning staff. <laughs> no, it's just any random customer. Hey, it's just any random customer. You're just asking random the, boys. No, no, I just look like I'm helpless and. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so growing up, I was always, um, always cane with my mother being a, a milf. Fucked our hard years going through school. Cars are getting picked on. And uh, I even busted one of my mates one day, actually, fucking texting my mother. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. I remember that mate of yours that wanted me to kiss him on the cheek and then just before I did, turned his face and got he, me straight he, on the he, mouth. Yeah, fucking dog. <laughs> I know, I went over there and I was seeing my mate's name pop up on mum's phone. Like, what's going on here? So I, uh, he said, oh, what are you doing? I was like, all right, I'll fucking play this one. It's not as vacuum in the house. Oh, when you're down there, you can come over and do mine. Oh, can I just? And then he said, oh, then we could probably do some other things. And, did not. Uh, he fucking did. <laughs> he was hitting on you. <laughs> and I rang him and I said, you fucking dog. And he just about shit himself. He goes, oh, fuck. I said, what the fuck, man? So then I was on a mission to bang his sister. <laughs> but, Never, never happened. <laughs> oh dear! So we're going to talk about the problems the world faces at the moment, or we're going to talk about a boy kissed your daughter. What do you mean a fucking boy kissed my daughter? When did she tell you this? Just today. A boy kissed my daughter. I'm just on the hand. What was his name? I don't know. Where does he live? I don't know. <laughs> What's his parents' name? I have no idea. Is his mother hot? <laughs> She's single. A double date. <laughs> Fucking hell. That is um, that is worrying me. You know. Just, having, just on the hand. Having a good. That's enough. Mm. You can fuck off. Bloody. Um, it's funny. You all know. As you know, when we kids, our parents would say. Um, you know, you'll have kids one day. When we're playing up or we're doing something stupid. You'll have kids one day. And we're all the way back then. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off, Rhonda. And holy shit. Now you know exactly what I was holy talking about. Holy shit is that coming about. And um, I remember that, you know, mum was always saying, you'll let kids one day and I was going to sit back and laugh. Mm-hmm. And now she does. She sits back and... <laughs> 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 uh, it's yeah. hilarious. But I've noticed you can't, you can't handle when I get up the kids. 
You can't, you can't no. handle not discipline the children. No, I can't handle that. No, right. Daniel, can't they just just let them? Because uh, this is Grammy's house, and when you come to Grammy's, you're allowed to do whatever you want, apart from trashing my house, obviously, which well, I have. They're doing that all right too. I know, but I did get up for that. But I'll get them. Kids, stop it. Stop it, you beautiful children. Please. Please do not trash Grammy's house. Oh, I love you. You're so beautiful. Yeah, yeah I know how you get up. Yeah. At least I didn't get them donuts. Right? Well, where, if it was ours, it would be fucking flogged with a bloody wooden spoon with nails coming out of it. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Stuck in a steel hot box for a week. <laughs> now, you've been watching too much Netflix. Yeah, fucking hell. That was rough, wasn't it? That was rugged. Right? Mm. Those nuns are brutal. Mm-hmm. Fucking swinging. Um. Yes, definitely times have changed when it comes to. <laughs> there's definitely a difference between a parent and a grandparent. Not very much so. Actually, that's one thing you want to touch base on. It's very, and I believe too, it's, it's very important um, for your children to have grandparents in their life. Oh my God, yes. Those children are your children are the light of my life, and like I always said that about you kids. But now you're adults yeah. and you've all gone in your own directions. And it's hard when you're a mother, been a mother for 38 years, and then suddenly these kids don't take everything you say as, well, that's right and mum's right and I'll do what mum says. You've all got your own ideas and suddenly you find mothers find themselves well, we feel like we're not needed anymore, mm. but until grandkids come along. And these grandchildren adore me. It doesn't matter what I do, they will always adore me. Yeah. So, and that's um, pretty special. Oh, definitely. Mm. Definitely. It's, um, I took my granddaughter secondhand shopping today and I bought her clothes that cost me a dollar each. And she says, best day ever, Grammy. I love you so much. And mm. I spent $8 on this child. But it was just the experience. And this is what I try and get through to these kids too is I take them secondhand shopping because life's not always going to be perfect. And they need to know that you don't have to have a brand name on. You don't have to have the best of everything. That you can go and buy some clothes that cost you a dollar each and be happy. And um, that is the thing about children and what I'm learning the most, but I've, I've always felt guilty uh, that I'm not giving my kids enough in the way of, of material things. I've always, well, before losing my eyesight, I had this big dream of, you know, buy the thousand acre property, done that, right, and I'm going to have children there and they're going to live a life on the land and we're going to build this house and um, they're going to have motorbikes, they're going to have all the grades of everything, it's going to be awesome. And, you know, then I lost the vision and all that sort of dream just fell apart. And um, and I, moved, I went on to, you know, I have the kids and that, and I feel, I feel guilty that I'm not, I can't give them everything and I can't give them all the material things in the world and whatnot. Um, but these kids, they don't, they don't need it. And they've, you know, they've openly said that to me. Like Lachlan the other day, he blew my mind. Um, you know, I had to, I had to go away again to do a podcast down, down south and I was booking a ticket. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I've got to go down south mate, and do this interview. And he goes, no, I don't want you to go again. I said, mate, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to create a life where I can get you things and we can, you know, have nice stuff and go travelling and whatnot. And he said, we don't need anything. Yet. All we need is you. Exactly. And I was like, and goes, all kids need you to be is there. Yeah. He goes, we just need you to be here. And I was like, fucking hell, you're you're nine. It was eight at the time. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, it just yeah. it blew me out. Oh, I said, I want, I want more for us, Lachlan. And he goes, all you need is us too. Exactly. <laughs> and he's right. This is what I've been yeah. telling you for many years. Yeah, yeah. All you need to be is there. Yeah, they just need to be present. Mm, that's yeah. it. Don't need much. Mm. Take them down to this public swimming pool. It costs you 50 cents or something. And it was nine fucking dollars, Rhonda. Was it really? 50 cents. What are you back, you're back in Nam days. Mm. You sure you're not 74? Was it really $9 to get into the pool? Yeah, it was $9. Ridiculous. Fucking atrocious. But that's all you need to do is take them down there and, mind you, it didn't end well for you, but... No, I ended up having a fight and I had to get them out of the pool and yell. Went to pick up Olivia sitting there with a face a mile long. Lachlan's nowhere near you two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
The fucking kids, eh? The bloody... They got in trouble. And as a believer, can we get an ice cream? Like, are you the full fucking quid? No. I just spent five minutes fucking rousing at you. Now you want an ice cream? Huh? I would have bought him an ice cream. I know you would have, you fucking lunatic. So I think sort of the message there, guys, in, in the way of the grandparents. Now, I know a lot of the families are out there, um, and I just know a lot of friends close to me. They're, they're losing their family dynamic. And, you know, I was personally in, it, in this family. We, we had a huge blow up in uh, 2023. It was very hard on the family. And we um, we lost a fair bit of our family dynamic, didn't we? The mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was, you know, we all sort of went our separate ways there. And But I um, would never not let the kids, or never stop that relationship with my kids, with their grandparents. No matter what, I'll, um, no matter how you don't see eye to eye or whatever, I think it's really important you've got to put your differences aside and make sure those kids are still getting loved by as many people as they can get loved by, you know. Your kids are the luckiest kids. Wherever they go, they are loved. Surrounded by love, they are, yes. It's like, and your kids never had that. No. It's I never had that. No. That's why whenever they come to Grammys, it's like a nice place to come. It's yeah, yeah. It's nothing but love. Um, and it's the same with their other grandparents. They are adored by their other grandparents and great-grandparents on the other side. Yeah, they are. They are very lucky. Um, Lads, just got to interrupt this episode for a quick word about our sponsors. Now, AE Man Store, boys, are you chasing a sick-looking wedding ring or just a ring in general? AEManStore.com.au Or are your buddies smoking those cancer sticks or puffing on a cigar and you need yourself a sick lighter? aemanstore.com.au Go and check them out. They have got the goods. And they do custom laser engraving. Yo! But yeah, look, I think... And that, that goes for every relationship um, when it comes to the children, guys. So look, even if you, you're separated from your ex... And I was going to touch base on this more the other day when I did that um, interview with Jesse about sort of like co-parenting and whatnot. Um, you know, I'm very lucky in a way when I separated from my uh, ex-wife that we just... Purely fell out of love. No one did anything wrong. We just fell out of love. I mean, under so much stress business-wise. Uh, so, you know, we went our separate ways, but we stayed friends. And, and um, it worked. It has worked unbelievable for our children because the children have very steady homes on, on both sides. They've got two parents that can talk to each other, hang out, laugh, be friends, muck around with the kids together. Um, you know, I, got, I get on really well with um, my ex-wife's husband, new husband, Um you know, but I'm, that's easier said than done for a lot of couples that have split up because I know you know a lot of you guys have gone through hell with your ex and um, and still going through hell even if you're separated. I sort of don't know what advice to give people there because I got it lucky with my ex and we get along. Um, but all I can sort of say is um, you know I've got mates that are just they're it's like they're trying it's like that they they're that sour at each other. It's like that's their mission in life, just to make the other one miserable, the other, the ex-partner miserable. Mm. And I say to them, I said, Can't, you must be fucking exhausted. And they say, yeah, I am. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted fighting or looking for a reason to fight or just, you know, just being, just being pissed off. Yeah. There's got to become a point where you just go, call it truce. You know, you don't have to be friends. You don't have to be best mates. You know, but just be fucking civil for the children and try and give them a happy home at, at both ends. Oh, people get that petty with um, hating that, um, you know, and, and I, we had something bad happen when you kids were little and and I have, a, I have a great reason to hate, but I won't because otherwise you just let that person take the rest of your life. So what's the point in making yourself miserable for the rest of your life? Even if something bad did happen, it's like, you know, you've got to be happy. It is exhausting being angry. It's exhausting holding a grudge. And it's life-wasting, you know. And I'm not saying that you have to be best buddies. You don't even have to speak. But you can't be full of hate. Yeah, feel okay. In yourself. Feel okay within yourself about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. And like if the situation is where the kids still have to go, which... 
there was no way you kids were uh, was that bad but um you know well just just do it if if they neither parents done anything wrong just send your kids you don't have to be best buddies just suck it up for the kids sake yeah like you could hate you could hate your ex as a person they could be an absolute dick couldn't stand them but if they're a good father or a good mother and they got your child's best interests at heart and they can show your child love yeah don't don't deny the children of that no i don't think so either you know you're only hurting the kids and none of us as parents set out to bring our children hurt no well there are parents that do yeah but you know and and, and yes you're right parents are right not to let those kids go if they're in physical if danger, in danger of course you got to do yeah right. it's your job to protect them and it would be wrong to let them go to an atmosphere where they're not looked after so there's there's yeah two sides of the fence but the majority of people no one's done anything wrong just these two parents just decide they're going to hate each other with a vengeance and take it out on the kids which is not right so i don't think i noticed mum like even in you know being in the dating scene and whatnot and meeting different women who have children i've noticed um these days that mothers don't seem to be as nurturing oh god no no and that's not all mothers um your children's mother is amazing i hear her talk to your daughter on the phone and it's like they're their best friend she's their best her best friend and it's heartwarming to see you know the conversation could be absolute crap but yeah well she's into it but yeah she's given her their attention she's given her that devotion and being interested in what olivia's saying and and interacting with her on this child's level it's it's amazing even like just the way of like affection i just i'm dated girls that i got kids and and the kids will come up and you know try and give them a hug or something and it's like, like, ooh, don't touch me. No, no. <laughs> it's so odd. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And, yeah. like, my children are very affectionate. Uh, mm. You know, they, they're just hugging me all day. You know, if I sit down, they got something to tell you. Um, mm. And I've noticed that these, you know, when a day women like that, their kids, they're, they're almost craving it. They're craving some they do. affection. And they'll come and sit on my lap too, mm. you know, or, or snuggle up. Yeah. I've just worked with children from the age of three months old to five years old. And to see these children don't even know me that well, but to see a five-year-old boy come up and just stand beside me and lean on me and I'll put my hand on his head or on his shoulder and he just stays there because, you know, I'm just, he just wants to be touched. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, it blows my mind that children, like especially little boys, it's like, because they're normally... That's tough, tough tough little, yeah, yeah, but everybody needs to be touched and loved. Everyone needs a cuddle. Mm. So if I'm working in the the school system that you, you see some wild shit, like you come home and you you tell me some wild stories about um, how these children behave in school and it fucking blows my mind to think, it's not the stuff you told me that the kids are the next day. Mm. Like if that happened, that sort of shit was happening when I was in school. You're fucking gone. You'd be suspended. Yeah. Mm. But Jesus is copping so much shit. Like, your teachers and... Um, there is no respect for an adult. You're losing control, aren't no. you? There's no control. No. Even even 64-year-old women are, are targets. It's like, are you for real? They don't give a flying fuck, do they? They don't care who you are. They don't care if it's the principal of the school. They don't care. It's just like they are so, these children are so caught up in whatever's going on in their own life and so much hatred inside them that it scares me. I just wonder what are we doing wrong to get these kids some hatred? I know, I know. And all, you know, I can only put it down to new age technology come in, um, social media, you know, all, all the shit that we've, we all created this. Um, but it's getting beyond a joke out of hand. I think kids are growing up way too fast. It's like, like they're yeah, adults. Yeah, my fucking daughter got kissed on the hand. <laughs> She's seven. <laughs> if that's the biggest problem you've got in life, you do it all right, mate. I don't know about you, Rhonda, but that's a pretty fucking big problem. 
<laughs> Did you miss the part where I said my daughter got kissed on the hand and she said If she'd it? said on the face or the lips, I would have been concerned, oh, God, yes. I would, but... have, I would have fly kicked the father by now. <laughs> Sorry, his dad. Oh, fuck, was it, was it a girl or a boy? <laughs> this is the shit that we got to worry about now. Could have been a cat. Could have been a fucking cat. <laughs> Some of the stuff Mum comes home and tells me, and I think, oh, and then like the the kids' parents will back them, which, which as parents, that's what we have to do. You know, we've got to back our children. But, so, the, you know, they'll send out, the parents will send out emails defending their child, you know, you're bullies, you're doing this, you're doing that. And all I can say is I don't know why this is not a thing. Why is there not CCTV I know. in every fucking classroom exactly. in a school? And every parent should have access to it. Access to it. Because then they'll see what their precious little darlings actually we behave like. We can't go anywhere else without being recorded. I know. Public transport, fucking yeah. shopping centres, restaurants, bars, anything. Yeah. Everything we fucking do is, is, yeah. is getting recorded. Except so, in a school room. to save your ass. Uh-huh. Why the fuck is CCTV not in, in, in class? You know what? Even just audio. You Plus, know? it's. Um it's protection for the teachers too. That's what I mean, protection for the teachers. Yeah. I love the I love the idea that we're when these kids are absolutely going feral, giving you guys shit and doing what they're doing, and the and the parents, you know, want to try and back their child, so yeah, no worries. Go to the time and date, bring it up on the fucking yeah. screen. There's your kid, you tell me how I should handle that. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I'll fucking you watch the behaviour change when those kids know they're being they're watched. They're being watched, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I don't get it. I do not understand how Teachers are not protected yeah, with CCTV. And they wonder why we haven't got enough teachers. No one wants to, no one's going to put themselves through that. Nobody is going to put themselves in that position. Get me on a joke. Yeah. So crime crime here in Townsville is insane. I've just moved back and fucking Jesus, there is a siren. We've actually done quite well, actually, to get through this party without a siren. Mm, so far. Um, sirens just all day, every day. Uh, crime is just out of control and... And to hear that it's you know young as nine years old, nine to twelve year old kids doing this stuff. Mm. It's got me now that I don't go up and down the back stairs unless I key lock my screen door. Oh, it's driving me insane! Every time I go get the house, I fucking headbutt the door because it's locked. That's how it's got me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's terrifying. Scared in your own home. Exactly. There's no way in the world I want to wake up in the middle of the night with some kid with a knife standing over me. Oh, of course not. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Lock up at night, but, you know, it has. It's got you. No, but even during the day. It's got you locked, in, uh, locked up a friend of the day. Mine, yeah, a friend of mine was sitting in the lounge room watching TV, and these kids came in through the back screen door and stole her handbag off the kitchen chair. And she didn't even know they were there. She was watching TV. It doesn't matter if you're a, it's the middle of the day or the middle of the night. It doesn't matter. You just got to be careful. A friend of mine's a paramedic and um, it's amazing how many um, calls she goes to where kids are chroming, so they're sniffing paint. And, um, and kids are dying and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of them are doing it. They want to get caught because they don't want to go home. Yeah. Their home life is that bad. They'd yeah. rather sit on the bus stop roof or get caught and go to juvie than get to go back to their home life. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a massive problem and it's beyond a joke out of hand and, you know, where do we even start to try and turn that around? Well, somebody's going to make some, have to make some hard decisions sooner or later, eh? So, on how they're going to attack this problem because otherwise we're going to be like America. America! It's like, well, already now, like down south, all of these um, vaping shops are getting uh, firebombed. All these different shops, they're all in the same industry. They're all getting firebombed all the time. Or people are driving cars through their, their front doors of their shops. To get it's, in there. I don't know what they're doing it for, but they seem to target vaping shops in particular. Um, what, like vigilantes against vaping? Or I don't know. They're, they're trying to steal no, products? No, I don't know if they're trying to steal the products or whether there's some hidden agenda behind these shops where they've got to destroy the competition. I don't know what it is all yeah, about. Right. Mm. But this world's getting really scary. Well, vaping has now been shut down. You can't buy vapes anymore. What? Vapes, they're allowed to sell the last of their stock. Oh, true. And that's it. Oh. So pure vape shops are shut down. Yeah? And it's illegal now to sell Because holy shit, did that get popular? Oh, God, yeah. Mm. But it's crazy, you know. 
young people, especially like, you know, people that get into these gyms and that where they're all about bodybuilding, they're all about this, that and the other. And then they go and put shit in their bodies that they don't even know what's in it, like <laughs> vapes and, and drugs and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, really? <laughs> it's funny, yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do all our food right and be yeah. healthy and work out. Yeah. And we'll suck on a vape on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was like, a mate of mine in school that did that. He fucking started smoking. God, it pissed me off because, you know, I hadn't had to draw up a cigarette in my fucking life. Mm. And we we're 16, 17, started smoking. But he was into the gym and he was into reading all calories and everything on the packets of yeah. food and like right into it. But yeah, suck so on he, a cigarette. He was, <laughs> he was sitting there sucking on a cigarette and go, holy fuck, look how many calories in this. Look at all the fat in this. Uh, <laughs> you got a fucking cigarette on me a few days. Yeah. yeah. And it's still smoking like a chimney today. Mm. Bloody hell. It's just crazy, eh? People are nuts. Exactly. Won't have any lungs to breathe, but, you know, at least my intestines are going to be in <laughs> prime condition. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, speaking of dating, I, when I set these microphones up, my daughter sat down and she wanted to interview you. Mm. And what'd she say? Okay, Grammy, have you got a boyfriend? And if so, how long has it lasted? <laughs> so so what's the go, so. Mum? Is there, is there anyone tuning you? Oh, God, no, Daniel. Where am I going to... F- <laughs> I don't go anywhere to get chewed. Oh, yeah, we know you got social media. We know you got no. the old Facebook and stuff. No. No? no I'm, not, I'm not on. No one's sliding into your DMs? God, no. You know what that I is? Ha- no. <laughs> I, haven't even, I haven't even put a post up for years and years and years. Well, I don't. How are you going to keep the body, keep them interested? That's my whole point. Oh. Well, no, you haven't found like a doctor or something yet or anything like that, eh? Not yet, mate. It's fucking bullshit. Mm, I, I was just wondering, I was going to ask you the other day, like how much longer um, until you tell us? What, that you're rich? That this is all a big act. And yeah, you've got a daddy that loves you. <laughs> <laughs> where no, I wasn't going to say that. Where the fuck's he been then? I was going to say, you know, do you have a secret bank account that's got millions in it and you're just doing this for character building? <laughs> No. Because I want you to know I have enough character now <laughs> and you can stop the act and give us some fucking money. Uh, sorry, son. This place is a prison. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> it's all about being happy with what you've got. What's that conversation we just had? You just have to be there. Just going to be present. Yeah. So there was no mention about a million-dollar bank account at the end of the day. Yeah. Look, I'm, I can be happy with what i got, but... You know, be, You'd be a lot happier with a million dollars. Yes. I'd be happy if I could $10 at this stage. <laughs> you know, give us something for fuck's sake. Mind you, I got a um, couple of scratch, uh, not scratch, it's... Um, lotto tickets? Lotto tickets for my birthday and I haven't even checked them yet. Remember, oh, there was like a couple of years ago, you gave me a heap of lotto tickets that you just had stored up here mm. over the years. Mm. And oh my God, I got so fucking excited. <laughs> You're like, Daniel, you know, go through and check all these lotto tickets. There would have been 10, over 10 lotto tickets or something oh. like that. Anyway, I've done the thing. I've gone onto the golden casket thing, and you can type in the code. Oh, can you? And you can check all these things. So I sat down, and I'm like, "Righto, let's let's fucking let's cut the charade. We're fucking definitely rich." So I started punching these codes. Sorry, um, you are nothing. You are nothing. You are nothing. We got to like the last one. Like, this is it. And I, in my heart, in my head, <laughs> you had it one in my fucking ballsack. <laughs> I could feel the tingle that <laughs> things are about to turn around. Like this is. This is our moment, and I'm going to fucking save us all. <laughs> and uh, I think we want eight bucks. Yep, no, nah, not going to happen, son. Could not believe it. Work hard. The only way I might know how to make money. Oh. OnlyFans is um, fairly up there now. Who? OnlyFans. I don't even fucking pretend, Rondi. Don't know what OnlyFans is. OnlyFans? That's where you sign up and you do... You sell pictures of your body. Oh, for God's sake. Or videos. Oh, my God. Like, some girls just keep it classy. Let's do lingerie. Oh, my God. You know, God. 10 bucks a month, come in, you can see me in lingerie. Other girls, they're, you know, they're swinging foot-long dildos and shit like that. Like, that's, you know, you can you can go mine or you can go hardcore. Oh, my God. Now, what would you do? None of the above. You wouldn't go even. Like I that. don't think anyone needs to see a sixty-four-year-old lady in lingerie or swinging a dildo. Seventy-four, Jesus, that's a fucking sort. <laughs> no, that's too scary. But I'm telling you, there would be, there would be, there would be sick fuckers listening to this now 
that would sign up to that. No. To see Rhonda. Oh, mm. anyway, that's fuck. We need a different Yeah, topic. no. This is right. Yeah, no. Sorry. Exactly. I'll tell you, he would sign up that fucking mate of mine back then if I was texting you. <laughs> right? Come back in my floor. Fucking back in your face, you dog. <laughs> and I'm back again for another quick ad break. Guys, boys, girls, and in between, are you chasing some out there country wear? Countrydoes.com.au, they have got you sorted in the way of fucking country wear with a bit of sass about it. Now, they've also joined up with me to do the Sunday outfit. So if you've been seeing the big booby Sunday outfit, fuck friends, cancer, it's bright pink, it turns heads. Jump on countrydoes.com.au and get yourself wrapped in one today. So I um I recently emceed a wedding, Mum, in uh in Early. Yep. For a mate of mine. Um that was that was nerve wracking. Over the years I have been asked to MC a lot of stuff and I've always said no, I've always felt like I don't. So I had I don't know, I got I've got plenty of confidence, but it was more the eyes, um, because all these events are at night mm. and usually in places I've never been. And all eyes are on me, and I can't see what I'm doing. So I've always just said no. They've always wanted me to MC balls and stuff, and I just said no. Anyway, I couldn't say no to me mate to MC his wedding, so I thought, fuck it, I'll, I'll do it. I was actually nervous for you for that one. Yeah. I even had Olivia lined up now. Dad's going to do giveaways, so what I want you to do is you stick by Dad, and when somebody wins something... You take it to them. Don't let Dad try and get through tables and chairs because he'll be really embarrassed if something happens. Yeah, it was uh, quite nerve-wracking. I'm glad my baby girl was my plus one. Poor um, well done, they getting sick only five minutes into it and she was, she was out. But um, I started I started doing it. They just, just texted me before saying that they just got the video back and it's beautiful what I did and whatnot. And uh, but I was fucking five minutes in and the, uh, the bride's mother... And been must have been nervous that day. Mm. She was fucking on the way to wasted. True. She was not. Yeah, she was suitably refreshed. <laughs> anyway, I started my opening speech, and I got this woman, like a fucking galah, <laughs> talking and trying to over interrupt me and just just heckle me. And I said, "Listen here, lady. I got the microphone, so you listen to every damn thing I have to say." <laughs> anyway, Perron. Piss themselves laughing. And like it was said, the bride's mother. Yeah. But I did it as a funny thing. You know, oh. I had to deliver it. Well, she fucking, she took offence. She took offence to it. And, um, <gasps> did she? Yeah. Yeah. So I got through the speech anyway. She started calling me over. So I came over and, yeah, she had a go at me. And I really upset her. I said, look, it's a joke. I said, anything I say tonight, you just need to brush it off. She's like, you know, I'm, I'm the bride's mother for fuck's sake. I said, yeah, I'm Daniel. <laughs> Wow. Oh, anyway, just ignore her. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I couldn't believe it. Five minutes in, I've already pissed the, pissed someone off, but no, nah, she calmed down. She came and gave me a cuddle later and said, oh, a good job. No. And, yeah, I was like, oh, God, what have I done? Oh. So I'm actually going to start advertising now. They'll be in, I'll do the NCs. I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, I think you'd be good at it. Yeah. I reckon you'd be really good at radio. You I'd know, be, you know, face radio. You know, Pricey's just left, eh? Fuck Pricey. Well, there's an opening there, is all I'm saying. He's left, but he finally dropped dead. No, he retired. Really? Mm. He'd be fucking tired by well, now. Well, he, as he says, not, I'm not retiring, I'm rejuvenating. I wonder if he's looking for a wife. If you end up <laughs> marrying fucking Pricey, <laughs> we'll go back into 2023 and I'll fucking disown you again. <laughs> and I won't even take the kids this time. <laughs> all that you said before about the grandparents? Yeah, fuck the grandparents if they're going to end up with him. Well, what was that? That um, website you're telling me about that site that war fans or something, you could probably go on that and make some money. War fan, only fans. Oh, only fans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I've been asked. I've been asked many times to start um, <laughs> on only fans, and usually it's when I'm when I'm dating someone because I just want to see the chick. But I've had yeah, I've been asked plenty of times to start only fans, but I don't know like. I think I got your dick. <laughs> like, a, how much money are we talking about? Just, we're talking like you know they're pulling Bitcoin. Some, you know, they're pulling multi-million dollars a year. There's, well, yeah. then what the fuck are you doing? Oh, you know, it's just what do I call it? The blind man Dan Pecker. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I find the right girl. You know, I was dating a girl there for a while, and she actually put it to me that you know you reckon we do OnlyFans one day. I'm like, fuck, I know. 
Mm. I wouldn't say no, but you know, then I just think about children. Yeah, no, that's not a one day. Not a good legacy. One day, Lachlan's gonna be, you know, getting to that age, and he's gonna jump on the old Google and look at a bit of naughty shit, and he's gonna see his dad just fucking (laughs) fair feeding it to someone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, we won't. Well, we'll cross that one off the list of how to make money. I don't know if I want the boys getting picked on. So, Pricey's gone. OnlyFans is gone. Looks like hard work's the only one left. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just doing hard work instead of getting hard. It's fucking... Oh, unless you want to do your MC thing. How much um, could you really charge to be an MC, though? You know, that's the thing. People are saying you should charge $500 an episode. You know, 500 bucks. Start at $500 a gig. Well, you'd have to because, like, that's only really $100 an hour. So... Mm. Yeah, and I'm worth at least 10 grand an hour. See, that's our problem. Especially once I start OnlyFans. Hmm. Lot to think about. Lot to think about <laughs> for 2024. It's only, only very early in January. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? I dare say we'll still be thinking about it next this time next I'm year. I'm to tell you we're thinking about it this time next year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely not going to happen. So, But no, we've got some good things happening this year. I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, got some good sponsors jumped on board now. We've got the buddy... Two lads firing up. We're doing a lot of ventures. We've got some good collaboration with some awesome uh, YouTubers. That's going to hopefully take off for us. And yeah, it's going to be going to be awesome. Uh, what do you want to accomplish this year? More live music. Want to go and see some? You got you're booked in for Savannah in the Round this year. Yes. Yeah. Penny and I are going to Savannah in the Round. Yeah, that is a good music festival. I worked mm. at that one last year. It was a fucking really good show. So I'd mm. recommend you go and see uh, Savannah in the Round. If Barnsley's um, playing it um, oh, somewhere, I wouldn't mind going and seeing Barnsley again. He's, he's still got it, eh? Barnsley's yeah, still got it. He played at Savannah last year. He's still got it. Yeah, well, he's just had a heart surgery, open heart surgery. Oh, wouldn't surprise him. Yeah. He, um, he's a man who knows what he wants. So at Savannah and Round, um, well, the day he was going on, he's not unhappy with his lighting. So he had to go out and had to hire the biggest scissor lift they had and put big spotlights all over the scissor lift. Yeah. Because he wanted more lighting. <laughs> There's no two putts of maybe was happening. Uh, uh, but he brought an awesome show. I'll tell you who brought a really good show was um, James Johnson. He is fucking going to go places that, that young fellow. Yeah, yeah. I thought he's owned that stage. He was unbelievable. Your kids even love him. Oh, my kids adore him, yeah. Mm. No, he, he is a very good showman. He does, he does very well. Very good job. So oh. what, what, do you, what do you think are your children's prospects or what's their life going to be when they have they're your age and they have children what do you reckon their life's going to be like what's their life going to be like i think i'm hoping that their life their morals and their wants will be a lot like ours today like they're very blessed in the way of um we offer them a lot of outdoor activity they do a lot of camping uh, family holidays a lot of you know, after school sports. Mm, uh, yeah. Lachlan is very into his sports. Uh, they've got a very good home life, a solid home life. Um, you know, I do hope they're going to want and have the same things. I think they're going to have a lot more um, dramas raising their children than, like, you know, <laughs> we're battling with certain things now that you didn't have to battle with. Mm. You know, so that's something they're going to have to battle with for raising kids. Like we never had. The social media problems. That's what I mean. That's going to be even worse as the time goes on. I think Courtney was 16 before you bought her a phone. Yeah. And and you wouldn't have had a phone until you worked, I would imagine. No. So. I didn't get a a phone until, yeah, grade 12, end of school. Mm. Um, But now it's like. Oh, there's there's kids under 10 have got phones. There's there's kids at primary school are taking phone to school. Um, yeah, so they'll battle with that sort of stuff, but like, you know, career wise, Olivia <laughs> wants to be a masseuse. Um, Lachlan, Lachlan wants to be a fucking truck driver, an excavator operator, and a fireman. <laughs> so, you know, they, they got the they got the humble ideas at the moment. You wanted to be an interstate truck driver. I freaking did. I wanted to be an interstate truck driver. Yeah. Shout out to you, interstate truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, swinging. You can jam that bloody job up your ass sideways. That was, um, I don't know what I was thinking. That's, that idea came out of my head as soon as I bought my first truck. I bought one in, buddy, I think it was Gosford. I, drove, I flew, flew down, I drove that, drove that thing back up, bobtail. Fucking hell, rough, long, 
boring as shit. Mm. I just could not. I could just not think me. of a worse job. No, no, it was um, living on takeaway food, like sleeping in the back of your truck. Yeah, it's like my god. No, some some blokes love it and take my hat off to you for yeah you know, doing that life, but it's definitely something I'm not gonna do. Mind you, I would be barely put off the road by now, put in jail from me uh, me logbook. I was fucking terrible with that thing. Oh, fuck that thing. Every time I bought a new truck, I had to buy a new logbook because there's no way I was running that logbook again. <laughs> I, I lost that many logbooks <laughs> because there were definitely mistakes in that logbook. Mm. It's um, it's actually next level. I've got to get some truck drivers on soon uh, to talk about the um, the dramas they're having with logbooks. They're getting massive fines, these boys, eh, for simple stuff, spelling mistakes. Yeah. Um, really, really trivial shit. Mm. And they're getting massive fines, these lads. It's, yeah, it's beyond joke. But I'll, um, I've got some truck drivers keen to get together and do a potty, and they're going to talk about what they're what they're struggling with. You know. Yeah, it's a horrible life, I think. And people do not realise that Australia does stop without trucks. Yeah, yeah. If these blokes just had enough and fucking park up and do not move again, I know we are fucked. Exactly. People are delirious, and they do not think we need trucks. Mm. So. I can't understand why they don't increase the rail system and like the amount of accidents. Like, you know, last you know six years or so, I've been driving up and down that coast, and the amount of times that that highway's been closed because of an, a bad accident is incredible. Like, it's even they could increase the rail system, of course, but even once that rail gets to gets to this town, you still need a truck. Need a truck. Yeah. Yeah. You need a truck. And honestly, it's not so much the trucks. And they've done studies on this. It's 95% of um, accidents, you know, like regarding a truck. The truck wasn't at fault. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the idiots on the road they got to deal with that are causing the accident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the trucks just get a bad rep because the truck was in the accident. Mm. So. Well, you don't get much of a chance either against a truck, do you? No, you so. don't. No, no. There's definitely some fucking wild drivers that are just not educated in the way of trucks. I've noticed this when I was down Brisbane doing these um these potties and cruising along on the uh, freeways and that down there, and trucks try to leave a big gap in front of them, and you'll watch. There's so many cars see a gap. Oh, we'll jump in there, mm. and it's closing this truck's gap. You yeah, know, it's, like it's fucking ridiculous. But no, there's um a lot of drivers out there just just got me buggered how they got their license. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Crazy. Mm. Well, Mum, it's uh, thanks for coming on for a bit of a chat. I had someone else lined up today, but they fell through. But, you know, you can always depend on Mum, hey? Oh, so I wasn't your first choice. Yeah, you're always my first choice. You're just, today you were plan B. Oh. So, yeah, no, you weren't, you weren't my first choice, no. Hmm, okay. But that's, I'm okay with that because there was that one time that I broke my arm as a kid and you didn't believe me. And you let me suffer for two weeks for a broken arm? It wasn't broken. It was a green stick fracture. Green stick fracture? Yeah. I've seen the x-rays. The cut was snapped. No, it was not snapped. It had no, a little crack in it. I had to it. get a fucking stick out of the bush and some cable oh, ties. Oh, for God's sakes. And cable tie my arm together. And you still didn't believe me? No. You were playing football See? out in the yard. See what I mean? How the times have changed? The doctor said to me, if I'd known he was playing football, I wouldn't have even asked for an x-ray. Fair dinkum. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, the hard asses back there, eh? Yeah. I've, I've, Doctor didn't even believe you. Eh? I've splintered <laughs> myself together and you still don't believe me. You know, that's fucking ridiculous. You know, I had to take Lachlan to the doctor the other day and um, he got this cut under his big toe. And anyway, he's got the, he's got infected and it all puffed up and it was pussy and shit. I know, I saw it. Mm. It was yuck. So mm. I took him to the doctor and they said, look, we're going to have to put needles in there and we're going to have to cut it open. and and Needles are the worst part. And eh? get it out. They're going to put a local in there. Holy fucking Jesus. Mm. I'm definitely more nurturing than you because I cried. My boy bellowed <laughs> his ring out. Like, I broke my arm. You didn't give a fuck. He sent me to school. <laughs> I bellowed. He bellowed something chronic. Oh, he was in so much pain. It was the most distressing thing to This watch. is a boy that goes to the dentist and doesn't even cry. Yeah. Yeah, he's he was, usually hard ass. He's usually pretty hard ass. Yeah. No, nah, he, oh, God, he, I never, he was in so much pain. And this little Asian doctor, she'll be in four foot fuck all. She's jamming his needles in. And they're like, can you still feel that? And he's like, yes, yes, I can feel it. And like, he is battling, eh? Mm-hmm. And I, he got to say, I'm going to punch this little fucking Asian doctor <laughs> in the head because she's hurting my baby boy. And it's not a my watch lady. 
And I had to hold him down, like, hold him down. And I'm like, this is not fucking right. Anyway, they, they got the pass out. Oh, no, it looks all good. You know, it would have been less traumatic for the trial just to put a cut in it. 100%. Yeah. They're, easy, they're better off just fucking giving a quick yeah. nick yeah. to push the shit out. Yeah. Five fucking needles, needles they put around yeah. his Yeah. Just to do a little cut. Yeah. Oh, you know? God, it was, it was ridiculous. That skin would have been dead anyway. But you know, we got there, and that doctor, I swear, I think she just wanted to cut something up. She's like, looked at it, oh, I think we're going to have to uh, investigate more. We're fucking on a bit extreme. Can't we just start with some, you know, antibiotics and see how we go here? No, we're going to that fucker over. So that, that, was a, that was an ordeal. I did not like being a parent that day. I actually rang, rang their mother, and I said, that's it. I'm fucking never doing this again. For now, when you do this shit, she goes, Daniel, that would have to be the first time you've ever done it. Is it just the fucking last two? <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible experience. Parenting is hard. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you think? It is fucking stressful. When does it stop? It doesn't. It never stops. I'm sure I will be parenting till the day they put me in the ground. You're not dying, but. No, one day I will. I told you to let her die. <laughs> if, I'll be pissed off if you fucking die. <laughs> well, you're going to be pissed off then. I never told you again if you die. No. I will not be your best friend. Okay. All right, Mum. I know you're itching to get back to your Netflix 1923 fucking series. Actually, that's on Stan, that one. No, what? We had to, what, we had to get down like Paramount for this one. Yeah, Paramount, yeah. We're doing 10 grand a year just in subscriptions. I know. That's my perfect job. <laughs> what? Cri- critique for Netflix. Net- yeah, for Netflix, yeah. You could do that. You could I do fr- a YouTube channel. I freaking know, eh? Hey, Grammy critiques. The only thing is my memory is getting a bit slow, so I'd have to critique it straight after I've watched it because by the next day I've forgotten what it's about. Well, just don't forget where you've stashed the millions. You were one day going to tell us about. No worries. Okay, I'll no, try and remember where I did that. Don't forget that. No worries, yep. All right, Mum, have a cracking afternoon. Thank you. No worries. <laughs>